Hello! Welcome to episode 86 of We Have Issues. I'm Anthony. And I'm Stevie Wildcard. And every week, Stevie Wildcard and I get together and we do our best to take all of our problems and we just force feed them birthday cakes so they feel a little <laughs> bit older every single time. Like years are going by, just year by year by year, our problems start feeling the age, it just like wrinkles on their skin and eventually like the existential dread sets in where they realize that they need us to define them for what they are and then they eventually just <laughs> fade into the abyss and the quicksand swallows them and we are free to do what we want, Stephen, for once. <laughs> Um, that was a long, but every week we get together and we just, we, we kind of do whatever we can to circumvent, get away from our problems. We hop over them. We leap over them. We, we, we do the thing that Superman does. We fly over our problems and we get something done, Steven. Most recently, it's been a supernatural action comedy comic called Deathless. And we ran a Kickstarter campaign and fully successfully funded this book. Uh, so far it's going really well. Steven, how'd you do this week? I finished page 17. Like I said, I was, which will be right here. And then I actually, I have to send it to you, but I finished the, all the roughs for page. Stop bragging, too. Steven. I also <laughs> did okay. I did my, I did all of my work this week. I totally nailed it this week. Um, and I, I knew we were both going to be successful. And because of that, um, I haven't even been thinking about it. Like normally I like toil a little. I'm like, oh mm. man, did I fail? Am I the only one who failed this week? Oh no. Uh, but this week, Steven, I have something else in my mind because of our friend, our friend, uh, the don't make it weird podcast. Speaking of birthdays, by the way, um, Happy one year anniversary to the Don't Make It Weird podcast for making it, you know, a full year on air. And uh, they are incredible. Which is incredible. Go check out their show. We've been on it a couple times. They are basically our best friends. Uh, and, you know, I just, I love their show. And uh, they just did a live thing. It was phenomenal. So go check that out. Um, but Daniel from the Don't Make It Weird podcast posed a question to us, Stephen. He said, what do you think would win in a fight between a Godzilla-sized duckbill platypus and a Godzilla-sized pangolin? And Stephen... I'm going to be honest with you. I like, I have gone back and forth with this right now. Like, 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 like I started off. I feel I, you. I'll I feel you on this. I'll tell you. I have always, since I discovered as an adult person, by the way, which is weird, which is weird. Everyone. Okay. As when you discover an animal for the first time as an adult person, it's weird. Right. Absolutely. Like, like, okay. I, I didn't know what a pangolin was until I was like, late 20s that's weird like yeah I didn't, dude that was about the same for me like honestly with pangolins like i didn't know until i was much older that yeah. they existed and then okay like i didn't know what an axolotl was until literally like a year ago what and those things are adorable see They're, i feel like pokemon helps me with this because pokemon true. references a lot of stuff so i do see and then i'll be like oh i wonder what animal this is based off of and i'll oh. google it and then I'll, I'll make oh my god that's a real thing but yeah, like, but no, but even even the axolotls, like, I didn't I didn't know that was a we, a real thing until Mudkip came out in Pokemon, and I was like, that's a cute little thing. Is there a real thing? And there was a real thing, and it's There's cuter. A real thing. So, <laughs> it's amazing, dude. But like, I so saw I I discovered pangolins, and I was like, this is like the, a cooler, uh, like a cooler armadillo. It's a more armored armadillo. I love this, you know. And, and I'm it, pretty sure it's their sand slash the Pokemon is based off of a pangolin. Like it now that I'm looking be, at right? it. Yeah, because yeah, it's got the big claws and the the, yeah. the the armadillo back, basically. Yeah, they're pretty awesome, dude. It's penguins crazy. Cool. So okay, okay, <laughs> Stephen. First of all, who do you think would win in a fight between God, uh, Godzilla-sized penguin and Godzilla-sized duckbill platypus? Who would win? So, <clears throat> my immediate gut reaction when he said it was penguin because they have the huge claws. Because I'm just I'm just imagining ginormous claws, just max range and keeping like shred distance, right? Okay, that's where I went to. Okay, I'll tell you. Like, I right away, I was like, this is an easy one. Like, Pangolin's going to have this. It has the armor for protection. It has those weird giant claws. So I was like, 
too easy, too stupid. I better do some research. So, <laughs> so, so what I did is I, I typed into Google. I was like, hey, dear Google, I want to be on another list as a writer. So I was like, <laughs> animal fights, like pangolin fighting. I was like, I, there has to be a video somewhere in the world of a pangolin fighting something. I want to Surviving see a tiger surviving. or something yeah. or wherever, so, where, you know. Yes. So I was like, I need to see its strategy. I got to see what this pangolin can throw down before I just put all my eggs in that pangolin basket, you know? So <laughs> I was like, all right, pangolin. So I Googled it and dude, it was just like 20 videos of a pangolin fighting a lion, but it wasn't fighting a lion at any point. It was barely surviving an attack by a lion. <laughs> like, okay, okay. No, no, it's good. It's my fucking life. <laughs> it's, it's like... <laughs> so okay to the pangolin's credit though i watched like three of these videos and by watched i mean like i kind of like skipped through the video to see like what was going on at various parts of the video um the pangolin survives by making itself look like a soccer ball <laughs> and, <laughs> and it does nothing else steven but it's like i am the the toughest soccer ball there is good luck and to its credit, the freaking tigers and uh, lions are just like, my giant, enormous, very strong teeth can't seem to penetrate this force field that you've created for me. So I'll just kind of bat you around for a little bit and then like try. And then it's just like, that's it. That's all they can do. They, they're just like, and eventually they give up because it's like, you know, you, you you can only try to open a coconut for so long with your bare hands before you're like, oh, look, an apple. You know what they're, I mean? Well, yeah, they're wasting precious energy. I know like the way like predators have to view the world is completely different than the way we view it, you know? Yeah. So like, but so that means that their claws must just be used for like food, like yeah. searching. That's probably. I mean, so, and then, and this is where I was kind of like torn because I mean, obviously, if it's a radioactive Godzilla pangolin, is it going to curl into a ball, or is it going mean, to be so funny? Is it going to? Does it do is, like a sonic? Uh, thing? <laughs> I'm just imagining it. I'm just imagining having Tina's voice from Bob's Burgers, and it's like, uh, uh, yeah. But the platypus. So where I was torn with the platypus yeah. is those are some weird animals. Oh yeah. But the fact that it has a barb with poison. So what I'm like imagining That's is where it I just, went to. Yeah, right. Like the, That's where that I went poisonous to. barb is like going to be. It's gonna be death to a, okay, a so radioactive poisonous barb. Like that you have a radioactive cool. poisonous barb, oh, a tail that I imagine would do some serious like Mike Tyson slappage, right? Mm -hmm. Like like some serious damage to this penguin. So what I'm, what I'm thinking is the penguin would like turn to a soccer ball, like a giant enormous soccer ball, destroying like skyscrapers as it's like catamarying, catamarying, yeah. And it would probably do like a sonic spin trying to attack with it. I imagine it would have some sort of like special ability with the like ball form, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but that being said, it, like, like having, it sticks its claws out too. So it's like a yeah, razor oh, spin yeah, or something. For sure, dude. But having this reinforced crazy tail, uh, I imagine the platypus would turn, whack it once, throw the, you know, the penguin off guard and then use its barb to just dispose of it. You know, essentially, I mean, because from what I read, uh, the platypus barb can um, just completely paralyze animals you know like especially animals like a, like a pangolin you know so it's like even to us that dosage I, and that dosage of poison yeah. from something that size like right. that would just be nuts well and, and i'm imagining too like in a godzilla-esque like mutation of a platypus he doesn't have to like get close range he can probably fire this barb i mean like usually they have like some sort of ability like if if godzilla's like shooting radioactive breath like can the platypus whip barbs out from his okay back okay end? so let's just say standard platypus giant platypus versus giant uh pangolin i'd say we're giving it to the the platypus right like already without mm -hmm. the without shooting barbs just like if they are as they are platypus right 
But mm. if, if we're taking that extra step and we're giving the platypus the ability to projectile shoot these barbs, what are we giving the pangolin? Can they shoot their, their uh, armor out? Can they, mm. you know, because, I mean, do those spikes become sort of like like elongated quills of some sort? Like, you know? And they, like, like fling them? Yeah. And then, like, Did they fling them? Because and those, and those hand claws, if used as weapons instead of not used as weapons, like I said, they're very deadly because the range they can get with that. I mean, right? that pangolin can stay pretty far back and just shred. I mean, and and like and let's be let's be honest here like in any situation it's kind of like a war of attrition like it's whatever creature is going to lose energy first the other one's mm. going to get up and just smack him you know what i mean like he can be the pangolin might be rocky in this situation like the pangolin might take a beating while he's in his like soccer ball form like you know just like that that platypus but what if the barbs can't get through that armor it is reinforced radioactive godzilla sized armor steven so <laughs> you know so, so I'm just like, like like maybe like yes do do the, do the pangolins have like weak spots yes would the platypus necessarily be able to get to them i don't know i don't know you know it depends on the on how the battle's going and who you know who has the upper hand at what time but I, it's, it's tough. I, I do, I tend to still lean toward the platypus because I mean, it can use whatever electromagnetic senses it has to determine the you know weak spots of this creature. <laughs> I don't know, using its Godzilla, you know. Um, now I'm just imagining like a ninja platypus, like detecting the spot, and just like launches the quill right into it, the barb. Yeah, and then that's well, a dead dude. pangolin. Yeah, sorry, rip pangolin. That's I mean, I, it has to. I, I think that. it's just I, I think you just have to give it to the thing that has the extra thing. Like yeah. pangolins don't seem to have any offensive capabilities. And yeah. then the plat the platypus's barb is typically defensive. However, yes, in that situation, it can be used offensively. And I think the pangolin's gonna bite the dust to the to the to oh, the yeah. radioactive platypus and the non-radioactive platypus. Yeah. So yeah. True. Um, platypus wins daniel son i would say so as well i'm glad i'm glad we both kind of landed on that i do think mm -hmm. it would be an interesting fight like most other hypothetical uh you know situations i feel like you could write it to go either way reasonably mm -hmm. like i don't think that like mm -hmm. I, I think that like if we took time we could be like oh this is how the penguin or the pangolin is going to like come back like rocky and like rock this you know uh this platypus but in most cases i'd say like, it's more reasonable for the yeah absolutely not opposed to win so i mentioned don't make it weird getting a little older um and how we let our 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 issues uh feel their age steven i've been feeling my age a little bit and then i was thinking it's your birthday you're i like how are you feeling do you ever feel it kind of clicked at me because i am i'm a little younger than you and yeah. i'm i'm actually I mean, rub it in steven rub <laughs> it in i have I'm all the creases that you can just <laughs> rub it into like go ahead <laughs> i'm officially turning 35 so that's like that's like, there's, there's like no way to spin it anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're 34 and stuff, you kind of fit into the, like that, maybe that eight year bracket around oh, yeah. 26 to 34, but 35, I mean, that's just, that's, that's the beginning. You know what I'm saying? It's the beginning of the end, right? <laughs> so yeah. Um, I turned 35 on Thor's day, which is very awesome Thursday. Uh, and yeah, getting old is kind of, it's like randomly hitting me like, Oh, I'm 35. This is yeah. gonna, I'm getting old. <laughs> oh, it's so weird, dude. I don't know. I like traditionally, like historically, I don't, I don't ever really feel old mm -hmm. ever. You know, like I'm, I'm always just like, I'm still, I, I got one left. I'm still going. I'm, I'm going to do all this stuff. I'm so, you know, and like I have this energy and I'm like happy to do stuff. And I don't really think about like the finality 
ever all the time because I used to. I used to constantly, like every day, think like I need to do stuff because I'm gonna die. Like it was just mm-hmm. like that would always be there. It's like memento mori. I'm gonna surround myself with skulls. I'm gonna die. And I was like, ah, oh, it's it's gonna it's gonna like help me. It's gonna <laughs> it's gonna help me somehow. But it's like then I get into this like cycle where I'm just like. You know, I, like, it's really easy to fall into, like, a nihilistic pit of just, like, oh, well, I'm going to die, so nothing matters, and, you know, like, who, who cares? Like, I'm going to die soon, like, eh, whatever. I got to a point where I was, like, no, I'm just kind of, I'm going to, like, focus in the moment, I'm going to do what I can now, and, like, live this life, and, like, just kind of be appreciative for, you know, what I have and where I am at the moment. Um, but then, Steven, out of nowhere, I was living this, like, I was living high on my, like, be here now, like, here I am, I feel good, I'm just gonna be, like, a silly person who makes things better for people, I'm gonna do my best, and then all of a sudden, Steven, I was just like, how am I so old, and I've never made a movie, and I've, I'd, like, just made my first comic book, and I'm just, what is happening, my life is slipping away, we need more subscribers, no one likes me, you know, like, <laughs> so I don't know, just recently, I've been feeling it more, and I was like, I need... I need to do this. I need to just make a movie. I was like, do you have anything like that? Do you have anything like comic books aside? Do you, or even with like in, with comic stuff? Do you have anything that you're like, like bucket list sort of stuff? You're like, not even bucket list. Because bucket's like, I have to do this before I die. But like mm-hmm. stuff that you're like, why haven't I done this yet? It needs to happen already. You know, or you're like getting to that point. For, I, I wish I wish I could say that like I can relate or do that. But like for me, like I do... It's weird. Like, I'm not like this, like, it's going to make me sound like I'm, I'm a big stupid or something, but like, I, I'm aware of like the, 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 but I just, as you can tell with like every situation in my life, I just find a way to go eh, like that with it. So like, I don't worry, but I think like project wise or dream wise, like things I would want to accomplish. And I do, I do get what you're saying. Cause like with deathless, even I, I think about it and I'm like, man, we're probably going to be 36 or 37 by the time deathless's run is done. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, like all four five issues yep. and everything. I mean, if we just follow like, a, a similar, yeah. yeah, I mean, depending on, you know, situations I'm that sorry. could, yeah. But, um, so like you do see like the, these projects like that you select to pursue and work on, like they're, they are literal stamps of your life, of your time that you're putting into it. And yeah, you can see it now that I'm turning 35, I can see those like windows, like closing and things like that. And, but yeah, I think dream wise, I think I would just want to be able to do like a, like a run on Marvel or something. Like, I think I'd be like my goal. Like that would be like my, at least for now, that's my plateau. You know, yeah. movie creating has never really been, I mean, I would love to be in any movie that I, I make, but, but creating a movie, like from like directing a movie or writing a movie has never been my, my thing for sure. But mm-hmm. I think just like pursuing my, my art is what I would want. And like, the, so the, okay. Like, how do you feel? I mean, I feel like what we've been doing has helped develop like your skills and everything, mm-hmm. you know, like, how do you feel as like you're doing so far, like in, in like kind of that wider goal of like pursuing those you know pursuing something like a marvel job or something like that how do you feel like i think i'm getting to- closer like I, I it's funny because like um when like some of the pages that i do like i first do i'm like i'm so impressed with them but then like as i get further even into deathless like i see i see like the, the weird choices and even some of the earlier pages and it's awesome because I'm, I'm, I'm just growing basically so i think i'm like the closest i've ever been which is good which means i'm pushing to a point where i feel like i can uh definitely send something into a a a publisher you know but 
I'd also like, I just want like the, I know this is silly, but not really. I, I just want the dream of like you and I doing like the, like the, no. the, the combo, you know, that's like, oh, yeah, dude. I don't really want to draw for, you know, um, I mean, I would, but I wouldn't want to draw for like a Rick Remenders and I'd be too like, you know, I don't know. Like I, I just, I like, I like our dynamic, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the, the freedom and the flow, oh, yeah. like, you know, it's just, I don't know. That's the only thing that's nerve wracking to me about even, even trying to submit to like, um, like in offering to do pages for other people's comics, like right. it's nerve wracking because like I can do it, but like, it's going to be a much different process. And I don't know if I can. Is it that. because, is it because you do the thing where you project like all the potential negatives that could possibly happen with those situations? Like, Definitely. That's always the first thought, you know, like I, I, I defeat myself before I even get to the. Yeah. Right. I mean, well, like that's dude, that's, I do that constantly. And like, I mm-hmm. do that with every, I've been doing that with like the movie stuff where I'm like, I look for all the po- like possible ways it could go wrong. And I assume like, it's going to be like a Murphy's law situation where it's like, yeah, of course, at least one of those things is going to be my reality. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we've both worked for um, like graphic design for people aside from one another. Um, and it's just like every once in a while, you'll get a job where people don't necessarily know what they want. And they, t- they don't know how to communicate it. So they communicate something and then you have to tweak it a little bit. And then it's just like slowly eats at your soul to have to make these little changes. And you're just like, I don't even want to be doing this now. You know, I don't even want, yeah. Like initially I was only like mildly, excited to do yeah. this and now i'm like completely depleted on it you know yeah. i think we do have like that unique ability like not unique i know there's other people that are like us but like we have music like for example like if i get burnt out on drawing i just pick up the guitar and i start playing guitar or i start yeah. you know like plugging away at like my little short chapters that i'm writing and i have different outlets so that way like if one of them gets too taxing you know i can just pursue another one but like honestly with comics like it has felt like work but in a good way like challenging like you know like if you're in a position where you feel challenged by your job basically like which is a very rare feeling in today's america like i'm challenged by these pages and i want them to look good so like it's you know tedious but it's also rewarding so do you think that's why so recently steven uh brought up to me you brought up to me um that you wanted to possibly um submit deathless to image comics or like other Mm -hmm. like publishing companies scout would be cool too man because i mean how cool is that scout Mm -hmm. is in our area i mean they're like starting to grow like they're yeah dude i i was okay so i'll tell you um when we went to the convention i talked to the guy from scout and he's super approachable really just cool like seems like a cool guy um I immediately thought, like, I, t- I told him while we were there that we were going to have a book that I thought would be really good for him. And he asked me, that, like, on the spot if I had anything I could show him from the book. And I was like, crap, I didn't expect to make it this far. This is really easy. <laughs> I was like, this is so much easier than I thought. I've been practicing doing this with my best friend on the camera for, like, a year. And this is so easy. <laughs> like, it was crazy. I was just like, yeah, it, like, I was just talking to him. And it's funny because, like, a year ago... If I were to try to do that by myself for my books, I probably would have been like, yeah, you, you make cool stuff. Hey, it's nice to see you. And uh, I like, uh, okay. <laughs> you know, like, uh, buy my book. I don't know. Um, but like, I don't know. But I talked to him and it seemed really approachable. It seemed really um, feasible. And I think I think Scouts are really good company. Like, it's, it's a great company and they're they're growing really quickly. And it's amazing that they're in our area. You know, so like, mm-hmm. so being, being 
part of something that's new and huge and it's kind of like the image of our time and it happens to be local it's it's kind of cool and so it's a kismet for us so if anything um we can just submit to both places and see what happens i think people uh who are watching this would kind of enjoy seeing that process you know even if it's like mm -hmm. rejection and then you can see how we handle the rejection and it's like you know I, I i think that's kind of like one of the best things that we've been doing with this whole podcast is showing people that like we're willing to just keep taking these weird leaps and doing our best you know it's like we put Absolutely. all of our yeah like we put the we're learning basically i mean like we basically just decided hey we're gonna work on comics and do this podcast and yeah. it's just been a learning process the whole time like i'm come we're going into deathless like so much more confident than we were with play it again like we know how to ship we know how to we know how to get it printed we know how to do all these things now it's all just under our belt like we got we're, we're getting more of the the small details that were so blurry before into the picture and now now when we put our pencil to paper we draw those so well you know what i'm saying and it's mm -hmm. it's cool yeah dude i i love it and i like i like that we do everything that way we're like we're not I don't know, together at least we're willing to take those steps and suck a little and sketch it out and continue mm -hmm. to like do the fine pencils. And that's what we do with our lives. We're kind of improvising our way through it until we eventually like have this beautiful finished work, you know? And like, I think the way you, you know, your drawings have grown have like illustrate like our ability to grow over time. Um, and I'm just going to ride those coattails, Steven, all the way to the moon. <laughs> just like <laughs> you can tell the, like, I've been looking at the pages of Deathless and you can tell I definitely feel found my deathless style yeah. in the last like five or six pages oh, like yeah. the first few pages they're a little bit more rigid and a little realistic looking but it's funny because i feel like the the, the, the cultists in the first few pages have the look that the later characters do yeah. but then like the first early pages of like jeff and doug douglas they're like a little bit more like realistic looking i guess but yeah. I've, I've i've definitely found their style as i've progressed so it's yeah. it's cool now i have like a quick way to draw douglas's oh, eyes and nose and like yeah. i know what douglas looks like now you know what i'm I saying and that, I, have, I don't even have to rough like eyes or anything i just i can just do a circle for the head with a quick little bun or something like that because i know what his eyes and nose are going to look like in almost any direction yeah. now so it's it's pretty cool and it's it's only gonna get better. Like I can't wait to see what like barreled once I finally have like barreled fully like down. Like what he's gonna look like too. Oh, oh, dude, I love it. I'm so excited for everyone to see barreled. Um, okay, so <clears throat> you said I know like making a movie isn't like your dream, but you said you'd be willing to be in absolutely it. anything that you need me to do. I'm always there for you. Okay, so. Steven. So like, I came up with an idea, and I'm positive can be a perfect first short film for me and for us. And I, I created this idea with the sole intention of just you and I and no one else in it, like just us. It's it, it works perfectly with only two actors, technically three characters. And then like, I would probably put the other character on you just because uh, I think, <laughs> you know, but um, I think it'll work, dude. So I think I'm going to do I'm going to do a quick pitches, get stitches so people can understand, like know what this story is. And so, mm. like, so we could talk about it a little bit. So, would you give me the pitches? Just... <laughs> it's time. Do I ever say it? So, no. It's. Uh, what do I say? Pitches get stitches. I don't say any words before it, right? I just say pitches get stitches, right? I'm pretty sure. I, I think you have to do that whole thing what you just did every time. <laughs> just like that. Like, that's. It's the little that's, that's, the that's, the, that's the intro. It's just <laughs> waffling, figuring it out. Uh, you imagine basically you're a 911 dispatcher in a small town 
you're just like setting up your your lunch, you know, trying to figure out it's late night, you're the only one working, small town, you know, 911, and you get a call and you're just like, ding, do, 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 and you get a call and it's me. It's a character and he's just huffing and out of breath and he like, and it cuts to him, you see it's just blood everywhere, all over his neck, he's just all over his, his shirt, you know, he's in the bathroom, he's trying to clean it up, he's like, an animal, an animal, baby, and like, and you know, like, so Terry, the character's just like, you need me to call animal services? What happened? What's going on? And it's like, no, it wasn't an animal. It was a, it was like a, a monster. And you know, so the, the guy's like, you tell me, a, you tell me a vampire. You tell me there's a vampire. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what it was. It drank my blood. It's like, it sounds like a vampire. It's like, you know, so, so his character's like, it sounds like, are you saying you were, I'm not going to send a cop. Like, I'm not going to send my art, like the only sheriff in town out for a vampire. Like I've already gotten in trouble enough this year. I'm not, gonna, <laughs> I'm, not I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to buy this. Look, 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 yes, kid. Stop it. So, so he was like, I'm not kidding. He's outside. He's like, okay, okay. Why isn't he gone? Why isn't he, is it, is it chasing you? Is it still outside? Yeah, it's still outside. Why isn't it? come inside yet oh vampires have to be invited <laughs> so it's like so it's they like, can't oh. get in to get them so so this man who was just bit by this vampire is talking to this person who's kind of trying to figure out the situation and figure out what they're actually dealing with so he's like what did it look like is it sparkly is it sparkly does it sparkle <laughs> is, it, is, is it good looking does it did he look? make you say it out loud <laughs> so so it's like so it goes through he goes through all the motions where he's like okay so what we're dealing with here is like a monstery vampire. That's not good. That's like worst case scenario vampire. He's like they don't even show their faces, but once like, every couple hundred years. Yeah, like, this is terrible. Like terrifying. Like we don't. We don't even know where this thing comes from, where it lives. He's like, but listen. So you were bit. Does that mean you're going to become a vampire? And he's like, I don't care. Send a cop. He's like, send somebody. He's like, I'm not going to send someone out there as a vampire. He's like, you said there's a vampire. You know. So he's like, I'm not um, going to get someone else killed. Like, you're yeah, safe gonna, right now. We're not just going to keep getting people killed. Now, what you're saying is there are two vampires on the scene, and that's just dangerous. <laughs> you know. So he so, has the, and the cop in this town doesn't have the steady hand nor the <laughs> technology. So pull off the, exactly. So my character is just like freaking out. He's like, "What do I do? What do I do? I don't like vampires aren't real. He's like, I'm pretty like you, I, I think we both know they are real. <laughs> I think there's one outside your door right now. He's like, "Is it still out there?" So you look and you kind of see like like this like creature but like silhouette like monster outside you don't know what it is you know just like monster um he's like what do i do he's like well you have a couple options here you can just enjoy the rest of your life as a blood-sucking vampire <laughs> that's what's about to happen or you can kill that vampire and set yourself free I'm pr that's always been a rule <laughs> you know he's like wait so if i kill if i kill the vampire that bit me i won't be become a vampire so like, yeah that's like standard vampire procedure <laughs> that's just how it goes that's every tale ever every tale ever so he's like i don't know i can't kill a vampire he's like well not with that attitude you know so he's like <laughs> so like what do you have around the house do you have garlic he's like i have garlic salt you know so it's like, <laughs> so it's like secondary things yeah, so, yeah. so it's like do you have do, do you have do you have any kind of silver it's like i probably have some silver plated jewelry from my mom or something like you know like i don't know what's back here let me go take a look so like they look and he looks he's trying to figure things out and so he comes up with this very complicated um home alone like series of traps to get the vampire so he has to like so basically he's going to invite the vampire into this series of traps and eventually kill it and that's gonna be that's so awesome that's what so the Kev kevin McAllister surviving a vampire attack basically because he wants to become human again yes yes and like dude and like i have i have i know exactly how it's gonna end i know i mean i can tell you how it's gonna end i will come mm -hmm. i'm gonna cut it hang on so i know exactly how it's gonna end but i'm gonna save it 
for the movie, you know, because I want people to actually enjoy it and watch the whole thing and be along for the ride. So it's this, this dispatcher who is trying to help this guy through his whole vampire situation and the guy who has to figure out how to kill a vampire or become a vampire. And it's called How to Dispatch a Vampire. That's amazing. I love it. You're, yeah. you're, you and your dad puns and I love it. I love it because it works so well. It works so well. It's, it's how, amazing. How People love, I mean, the, the, my, uh, our generation loves puns. We're going to, it's great. Dude. But, but I think, I think it's super filmable. I already talked to my incredible girlfriend and she said I could use her house for this because it's really nicely set up and she has stairs if I want to use them for, uh, for like pranking or like, like trap purposes. Uh -huh. You know, like if, if, if I want to, like, I don't necessarily have to, I haven't written that part of the script, you know, but like, if it's cool to have, she's totally open for it. And she's like really supportive about it. Uh, so that's great. And then I figured I would be the guy like who gets bit, you'd be the dispatcher and also the vampire probably. Also the vampire, because the vampire probably in so much makeup that they wouldn't even be recognizable. Yeah. Well, when I'm, th dude, I'm thinking like literal, like f what I'm, what I actually want to do is I want to get a, I want to do like the Michael Myers route. I want to get a cheap mask that's like generic as heck, and then like kind of turn it inside out, repaint it, repurpose it, add things to it, and just make it our own creature and just go with it. And we'll f like we can go shopping together, and we'll find like something that fits you and like like works for you and works good, and then we'll just we'll vamp it up and we'll make it look good. You know, um, the creature is going to be hidden most of the time, like throughout the story. It's, it's a short film. So the creatures, but the creature is going to be hidden most of the time and then have like a big reveal at the end where it's just like creature comes in big attack. There's a fight. There's all this stuff there. So it feels like um, there is some sort of like reward at the end of this thing. It's not just mm -hmm. two guys being goofy about vampires, but it is also the two of us being goofy about like the various <laughs> types of vampires because like i think that's going to be a lot of the fun of the story is like figuring out what kind of monster is outside and how we could possibly kill it and then talking about like okay well like shouldn't we try everything yeah a little you know what i mean like don't just we throw want... everything at it basically yeah we want to throw everything at it just in case we don't know what kind of vampire it is you know so anyway like but dude so what do you think how do you do you think you can do that with me yeah, I mean, I can't imagine that would be that hard to film either. I mean, how long are you thinking of a movie? Like 40 minutes? Short? No, no, I'm thinking like it's going to be a short. Okay, so here's my here's my ambitious plan with this, okay? I would we would I would write it as a solid self-contained uh like 10 to 15 minute film. Like that's okay. that's it. Like solid like 10 to 15 minute solid film. What what I would want to do is um decide which um other vampire stories i would want to tell in a vampthology like in a mini anthology of like vampire monster stories and what we would do is we would film the dispatcher we'd film our conversation where i'd say okay for instance how do you know it can't come in unless being invited and you say well there was this one situation uh-huh with a car and then we cut the stake out and then we see like we learn that you have to invite a vampire in because this guy lives in his car and he learned that and he calls so he called the, the dispatcher and be like There's a vampire! you know for like one scene and he'd be like yeah 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 vampire and hang up and we'd be like crap so just to tether all the stories together they all talk to this dispatcher at some point and so it would all come together in the end you know that's amazing 
I yeah. love it. So, so like we'd film it. I would write it so it, I'd take all those little like little hints out. Like, how do you know that? We we just be like, I, everyone knows that or something. But then mm. like whenever we have the full movie with all of the stuff, we put in those alternate scenes as like bookends for each, you know, like intro and outro for each story. And I think it would. I think having the dispatcher and having like my character uh, talk to each other and like it's meta enough to be able to contain an anthology in a fun way. And I have the full ending of the story. So it is a story itself already, you know? And I think that's one of the weakest parts of most anthologies is like the overall thing, like the 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 all encompassing bookend story of it all. Like, how does it happen? Why does it happen? You know, like, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that's that's a good one. I think I figured it out. I'm, it's I'm, all tethered to the one character, basically. Yeah. yeah, it's all tethered to the one character in that, and like, and only in like like superficial little thing, you know. So it's it's mm-hmm. great. But yeah, dude, I think we can do it. I really do. I think I've been watching a lot of like tutorials. I actually just bought um, lighting equipment. I it's coming tomorrow. I mean, I got some of it today, but it's just like. I got the freaking accessories today, Steven. You know how annoying that is? You know how annoying oh, that's that is? That's horrible. That's like when I ordered the when I ordered the label maker, I got the I got the the paper first. Yeah. I was like what? I can do nothing with that. I can handwrite the labels, I guess. Yeah. Like I got I got all these like color gels for these lights that I got in case we wanted to go like like get cool and be like uh like creep show and be like, look at this cool red and blue light or whatever. I got these mm. cool color gels. And I can like I can't do anything with them because they're made specifically for the lights that I bought. What am I supposed to do? I put them up, like just hold it. Like, just you know, look like, at it. Look at I it. I got these. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, I think we can do it. And not only do I think we can do it, I'm totally gonna do it, Steven. I, I'm gonna do I it. I think the best part about that is that we can still easily work on our comic projects and stuff, and we have issues very easily while doing that. Because all that would mean is I would probably have to take over a little bit more coloring work and things like that while you do editing and stuff. Because physically what I'll be doing is all the acting and stuff with you, but then after that, I'm done. I can just go right back to working on Deathless and stuff. And yeah, dude. like I said, if that goes, if that requires me to do the full art again like i did with play it again so be it at least we're releasing content on Dude, multiple mediums ex- yeah absolutely and like honestly i think the shoot because it's mostly back and forth conversational it will be so easy and like the sets are incredibly easy uh you know like we can we can absolutely just make a a little dispatch like office for like like we can even do it in your you know room very simply but like even um my girlfriend has like a really beautiful office that we can like just use a corner of or whatever it's you know create has an office too for example yeah dude it's and it's so easy you know like it takes very little set dressing we can you know i don't it's just it's it's so great i'm so excited that like I don't, I've always wanted to come up with an idea like this, like even Stakeout, um, even though it's like, it's primarily the two of us, there are other elements involved. And it's just like, there are other like difficult things to wrangle and figure out. With this, it's literally you and I, and then we can, we can film all of your dispatching scenes in a day. You know what I mean? Like, like that would be nothing. It would be one day of filming. And then we'd be like, if anything, it would be like, oh, sorry, dude. I like I didn't get this shot that I needed. Reshoots. Like, one day of, of reshoot stuff, like pickups or whatever. And like, and then after that, it would just be, I can film most of my stuff literally by myself, you know, because I will be by myself. So it's just like, I'll, I'll be able to set the camera up. I have all the stuff. Um, the only thing I won't be able to do is do like any kind of like really dynamic, um, you know, like handheld type stuff. It'll just be mostly, mostly stationary. 
However, dude, like even that, I'm finding ways to get around it because I'm like, what I can do is just do like a kind of wide shot and then kind of just zoom in slightly in post-production and just move the camera, you know, like softly in post-production. Like I can do that, you know, it's it's not necessarily the same, you know, but mm -hmm. it's all so doable and it's just like, so I'm getting excited for it. Um, so yeah, I wanted to run that by you, see what people thought. So hey, uh, if you just heard that pitch and this sounds like a good idea, let us know. I'm super excited for this. I, I've been buying all this stuff for it and I'm like getting all hyped up, like getting ready to write it. I've been outlining it and I, I already know how it ends, which is like, I love it. I don't know, I, I just told you the ending. I'm not gonna spoil the whole ending for everyone. What did you think though? I think that's awesome. I think, yeah, I think it's gonna be a great ending for sure. Obviously I don't wanna say anything. I had like a thought, but I don't wanna say anything, but yeah. I think it's I think it's an awesome ending for that. And then it's gonna be goofy and great and fantastic. Oh fantastic, Steven. Fang I, I actually I actually tweeted that too. Remember yeah. <laughs> I said I I DM'd you fantastic. You were like, oh, oh man. So all right, but so otherwise, dude, um, what do you have going on this week? It's your birthday. Are you doing anything? Are we gonna get together or what's 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 I, think, what I don't know if Tina shot you a message, but I think uh Saturday. Yeah, the 30th. Yes, I think that's when, yeah. So we're gonna. I think we're having tacos and stuff. And then um, Thursday, my actual birthday. I think I'm gonna go out to dinner with Tina prior to getting the kids from daycare, and then I'm gonna come back to my house for cheesecake because cheesecake is my birthday cake every year. Yes, I mean so, that's the right way to go. That's. I, just, I mean, cheese is the best. It is the best. It's the best kind. Of <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I'm gonna do for my birthday. We're gonna a couple couple moments but cambria cambria's birthday is on the 6th and she's already like talking about her birthday she's even talking about nope. my it happens every year man she's Dang. like and then my birthday's coming up i'm like babe my birthday is first she's like oh yeah your birthday but then on my birthday we're the gonna important birthday yeah <laughs> prioritize dad get your head out of your ass <laughs> <laughs> that's cute dad you're 35 you're about to die oh <laughs> no <laughs> I'm excited to hang out. Um, I saw like the group chat and I saw like some of the people are going to be there. And I'm like, yes, I get to like see people again. This is cool. I, I Brandon too. I, I'm sure Brandon will be there and just cool people in Gen Gen. So are the kids going to be there or are we going to do like a, what, what are you going to do? Yeah, with I mean, Cammy and, Ch Cammy and Chase will be there. So if you want to okay. bring Atlas, absolutely bring yeah. Atlas. And if, if Amy, if Amy wants to come or Amelia wants to come, she can come too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll let her know. That sounds cool, actually. Um, I mean, that's probably going to be super overwhelming for her, which is <laughs> she doesn't have to, but yeah. just know that she's obviously invited. I mean, she's yeah. she's your oh, yeah. half now, so <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, it's been going so well too. It's crazy. It's crazy, Stephen. You know, um, she she, she keeps Stephen. She gave me a key to her house. She gave me a key to her house, and I was like, I'm gonna film a vampire movie in my new house. <laughs> I was immediately like, you know, what I'm gonna do with this key. Thank you and give you big hugs and like I'm not gonna cry. I'm gonna film a vampire movie. Is what I'm gonna do. <laughs> it but... just cuts the move. The real movie becomes us destroying her house. <laughs> like me slipping on the dodge soap and like my foot goes through the wall and like it's just it ends up becoming a documentary on how you shouldn't let people film movies in your house. <laughs> oh, she knew what this was. She 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 should have known all along that no. Um, She's but... awesome. She it's so great yeah dude um so yeah dude it's been everything's been so amazing with her and like it's to the point where like i don't even worry about anything bad coming along like it's you know what i mean like so i'm just like yeah that's just gonna keep getting better and i'm like i'm happy about it dude um steven so what are you gonna do this week 
this week I'm going to finish uh, page 18 that I roughed. And then I guess I should uh, put together some, I'm going to put together some print tests for uh, that website. I couldn't do it through my phone earlier. I have to do it through the computer. So, but they also have holographic stickers too. That's cool. I might might try to put in a few, like, just to see what they look like with the, it's like, it's got like shiny purples and stuff on it. It's cool. It's It's going to be amazing. I mean, metallic stickers. I bet it'll be really cool for our like podcast logo, but it would be really cool also for like the Pokemon. If you just oh, yeah. like, I was going to print the, I was going to print the Audrey sore or whatever on, on that. So. That would, that would be amazing. I think people would love that. So um, this week I'm going to Atlas is going with his mom. So I'm definitely going to color two pages. Ooh, awesome. I've been, I've been kicking butt with it. So I'm going to color two pages. I'm going to start. I mean, I, I have kind of started, um, but I'm going to like get like a proper start on issue two writing it. Um, so I'm going to start really, you, writing. Know, you already you probably mostly have that flushed out. I mean, like oh, the yeah. idea of yeah. what you're doing an issue too. Oh yeah. So like I, but like I have, I have my process pretty down and like, I like the way I've been able to do it. I'm going to really get into that and I'm going to color two pages. I'm also going to properly edit um, or not edit, but I'm going to properly outline this movie to try to get an idea of like how much we have to film or like what kind of scenes we're going to need um, to get shot. And yeah. Stuff like that. But, um, but dude, I'm getting my lights this week. So I'm kind of excited just to like test it out a little and just be like, what is this? What can I make this look like? How does this work? Cause I do have to learn some things like I'm, you know, just like everything else we do where we're kind of learning as we're going. I know a lot about filmmaking. I know a lot about like composition and I do know about lighting, but I've never actually had to put it into practice. So um, anyway, dude, but this week I'm going to outline that I'm going to write issue or I'm going to start writing issue two properly. I'm going to color two pages um, and I'm going to forgive myself if I fail, Steven, but I'm going to do my best. I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to I'm going to have a solid week. So I'm excited. That's awesome, dude. But um, if you're watching this right now, you should know that technically tomorrow Thor's day is Steven's birthday and you should go wish him a happy birthday because he's the Me. best person in the world. Steven, Me. we love you. <laughs> thank you, Anthony. All right, dude. I love you so much. Um, thank you all for listening. Thank you for watching. If you're only listening on one of the various podcasting apps, thank you. And please join us on YouTube at youtube.com slash we have issues podcast. Hit the subscribe button right now. If you're watching us on YouTube, just hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, help us out. We would love to get seen by the algorithm. Eventually we're going to make a movie and Steven's going to get super famous and he's going to make Marvel <laughs> comics and that's just what's going to happen. Um, become our friend now. So when I eventually buy Twitter, uh, I give you everything you want. That's just how it's going to work. And Steven, I'm <laughs> gonna be a billionaire steven no i'm not i'm not gonna be a billionaire it's not gonna happen but i will make a movie and then we will uh work at, for marvel at some capacity in our life it's going to happen steven i have like absolute faith that if not marvel marvel one of the the major i'd say marvel dc or image we will work with them at some point it's going to happen i think we're on a really good path and we're taking all the necessary steps to get there and no matter what steven the fruits of our labor are going to be freaking delicious and they already are and you know what it's just fun as we're going and i do love it as we go even though i'm gonna die soon i'm gonna die one day (laughs) it's just encroaching the ever encroaching creeping death is coming i feel i am in the hourglass and the sands of time are drowning me steven i am drowning and i need to make a movie and i can just barely get the camera out of the sand at this point it's just it's it's i'm sorry I, but i love you all for watching this <laughs> I do. you're all amazing uh please join us next week uh i'm anthony i'm stevie wildcard you're all amazing this has been we have issues we'll see you next time
So we're going to cut in really quick to announce the winners of a giveaway. Steven, you ran a giveaway on Twitter, and you said if people retweeted your tweet, uh, you would give them the opportunity to win a physical copy of one of our books, right? That is absolutely correct. So I'm going to go ahead and I two winners, so I get to draw two. So here we go. Here, here, Here's my video of it happening because we couldn't screen share. But So I'm going to click it right now for the first winner. And it is spinning, and it is going to land on... Oh, that's awesome. At JDH underscore writer. Awesome. Josh. Yeah. yeah. He's awesome. Congratulations, so, Josh. You win a copy of Play It Again and or, or, or what did you they say? They get to pick between they Play It Again pick. or you Ostrich Colony. Again or Ostrich Colony Comics book or any of these books from the library that I have right here. <laughs> <laughs> but, but congratulations. Uh, so you're going to do one more? Yeah, one more. Let's see. Awesome. It's, click. Here we go. Here's the second winner, everybody. It's rolling. It's. It's moving. It's going to be me. Moving. Me. Oh, at PDA Writing one. PDA so. Writing. Man, that's awesome. Well, well congratulations, uh, PD. Uh, they painted this, by the way. Everyone who's seen That's so cool photos, that those people uh, won. I'm so happy. Yeah. Like, PD painted that, and they're amazing. Look how cool that is. I love those colors so much. I have to find, like, a real place for it that's just, like, precariously put up there. But I wanted it to be for the, you know, for the episode so, you know, they could see it and so everyone can see how awesome it is. But congratulations, PD. Uh, thank you for watching and listening and being so supportive and awesome and a good friend. Um, thank you, everyone. If you want to participate in one of our various giveaways that we're going to be doing probably every week forever, um, Stephen, we're going to do it. It's going to help. It's going to help us. Uh, yeah, I'm totally down. It's something we should have done from the start and we have we're horrible salesmen anyway so we're never going to sell these books but we can at least give them give them away and get people to follow us on the podcast and just be true yeah um do be our friends your friends like read our book i think the books are good i think they're both good books um Mm -hmm. definitely worth reading our next book's also going to be a good book check it out but uh thank you all for participating in the awesome giveaway that steven decided to run hopefully uh you enjoyed the episode and didn't just skip to this part or maybe you're you're just skipped it and it's fine it's fine it's fine i'm trying to talk for long enough for like it the view to count because we need those views (laughs) on the podcast people we love you we need you oh baby oh baby please help us out support us we are just two two broke just dads not both single dads one it's just called two dads dads. (laughs) do what we can no but thank you all thank you for listening and participating in this and like you know supporting us it really does mean everything we appreciate you so much 